from Echo Podcast, this is Webmaster. I'm your host, Alex Serotate. Today, I decided to talk about a subject that has piqued my interest recently, China. Now, where I'm going to start is not just the economics of China, but the technology and internet there. And we will be starting off with the human flesh search engine. I'm referencing an article that the BBC posted in 2014 about this oddly named search engine, which is really scary and it can ruin your life. The BBC tells the story about a taxi driver who was humiliated because of this search engine. And I can really sum up this story in two words, witch and hunt. People in the city of Yurimkwai banded together to find the person who quote, rolled down his window to spit on an elderly homeless person lying on the street. Their main suspect, some random taxi driver whose license plate was a partial match. This is not the first time that the service has been used for this reason. The article states this is not the first time the, what I'm going to call them, the anonymous of China has exposed someone for public shame. The person with that honor is a woman who decided to crush little animals under her high heels. The most infamous is a kitten's skull. Now, I have to say she had this coming, but she received death threats and was fired from her job. A top communist official said the practice of the human flesh search engine are illegal and immoral. Furthermore, there are almost 600 million internet users in China. That is more users than the United States, Germany, New Zealand, and Japan combined. In the article, it even states how detail-oriented the people of China are. This whole article is a great read, and it is on our website today, echopodcast.com slash webmaster. The next part of our story with China is about something you might never see in the, in the West, but it is really frightening. That is an internet addiction center. It is exactly what it sounds like. For sure, some people could use it in the West, but in China, it's the way these camps are operated. The article showed how lots of teens are in these internet addiction camps for their addiction to online gaming. Or at least this is what the officials at the rehab, so to speak, camps say. And the teens are not really willing to go to internet addiction camps. Surprise, surprise. The inmates, so to speak, are usually admitted for online gaming addiction. The whole controversy behind this is they have killed people. And I'm not just talking about the people who go to these camps. Once in late 2016, a teenage girl killed her mother by starvation by tying her to a chair after her mother sent her to an internet addiction boot camp. According to the article by the Washington Post, she was mistreated, beaten while in the camp. Not to mention, she also stabbed her father. Luckily, the stabbing was not fatal. Although, of course, it is wrong to take the life of a person who gave you yours. The teen was taken in a kidnapping-esque style, which already shows you how these teens are mistreated. Now, when she got back, her family told her, quote, isn't it all in the past? We love you. You should forget all those things now. Maybe you can understand where the teen is coming from. 
yet what she did next was out of character no matter what you say. She tied her, her mom to a chair and then demanded lots of money from her aunt. She got the money and realized her mom was already dying and, well, you know the rest. That was just one story, and here are some others. A woman was repeatedly dropped. She died. After two days, instructors beat a 15-year-old boy to death. And here are some quotes. You got beaten up in the toilet. You got beaten up again if you dare say no. You got beaten up if you were found to be in a relationship. And when the toilets were all clogged up, students were asked to empty the toilets with their hands. From the article, quote, China's health ministry has banned the use of physical punishment at, se- at such centers, as well as u- the use of electroshock treatment. They're electrocuting them. All this got me wondering, when the heck did they use electroshock? Now, I'm going off in a New York Times article. Dr. Tauran says it is, quote, very important to protect our, our young children after he had seen several Chinese teenagers returning from boot camps that treated internet addiction, showing signs of lasting psychological trauma. Well, no kidding, they are using brutal methods. Now, this is really sad, so to lighten the mood, I thought, I f- while researching this episode, I found out that North Korea had just 28 domains on the internet. And that got me wondering. Now, I wonder if anyone owns a domain besides the government. I highly doubt it. Now, speaking of Korea, internet addiction is a problem there. But the rehab should be more tame, tame of course, and it shouldn't be all right. I'm just going to quickly interrupt my own podcast and say I never mentioned whether or not it was South or North Korea. I meant South, not North Sorry for the mistake, and we'll try not to do that again in the future. Now back to the show. It shouldn't be alright to electroshock. Which you would imagine would be common knowledge not to electrocute people. Now I'm going to pivot away from electrocuting people. But a couple who had never dated anyone and met through online dating went to an all-night internet cafe for, for a gaming session. Now, I think I'm a pretty big gamer. I built a gaming PC for gaming and for work, but I have never gone that far without a break. Also, the couple didn't know they had a baby on the way until this woman's water broke. Now, what a great way to break the horrible habits they have developed. Nope, they still went gaming, and three months after the baby was born, she died, and by she, I mean the baby, quote, all shriveled up from malnutrition, end quote. They ran away, but then they were caught up to... Now here I was thinking Korea would make me feel better. More on the internet in Asia after the break. This episode is sponsor-free, so if you'd like, like to keep it that way, you can go to our Patreon and support us through that patreon.com and search webmaster podcast now back to the show the name of the episode is the great wall and i thought i would explain because i'm not trying to be racist the name is 
referencing one of the biggest firewalls in the world, the Great Virtual Wall of China, or the Golden Shield Project. Now, it does not seem like recent news. I asked a coworker of mine, and he said, yeah, everyone knows that China censors everything. To further that theory on how old, how old this news is, the most reputable article that I could find was from 2009. So let's explain the firewall. Simply stated, any popular Western site is outright blocked. So, yes, that means our website is blocked in China. I don't know if I should be proud or sad. I guess that we don't fit the ideals of China. Yet, this actually creates more problems for China. As we said before the break, I stated how the number of internet users outpopulates many large countries. So, obviously people want social media. And that's where Chinese pretty much knockoffs come in, or just Chinese social media platforms come in. That way, large, a large group of internet users are not giving money to businesses in the West. My theory to why this is, that way it grows the economy while offering the population what they want. Quite genius. Now, you must wonder why this is at this point, and I'll get to that in a little bit. But referencing an article by the New York Times, ironically, quote, ironically, it was U.S. technology firms that created much of the technology supporting the Great Firewall. And companies such as Google, Yahoo, and Microsoft had taken tough criticism. Any other Western companies less affected. Yet the companies that are most affected by helping this, any other Western company is less affected. Yet the companies that are the most affected are helping this project or firewall. Now, why do they want to censor the internet? The Washington Post posted an article, and the first words are there. The first words are, and this is the best entrance into an article ever is, first there was the Berlin Wall, now there's the Great Firewall of China, not a physical barrier preventing people from leaving, but a virtual one, preventing harmful information to the Communist Party from entering. They don't, they can't really censor everything. Take VPNs, tools that allow users in China to tunnel the internet, to tunnel into the internet via a different country. Virtual private networks enable users to encrypt traffic, circumvent censorship, and when I travel, I will sometimes use a VPN service, which is not a sponsor of the show, so I won't say the name, yet it is sometimes very useful when you are in a different country and just can't get the same service that you would in the United States. So I usually don't use it on my desktop, yet while writing this episode, I wanted to play around with the service, and I saw that you could connect to Hong Kong's internet, so I did. Next thing I knew, if I had a person of four packages to me, I could buy Jordan 6 Retros, which I could not find on the Nike's website in the US. But I could also use Google, so clearly China does not censor the internet in Hong Kong. The politics running Hong Kong still confuses me, yet it seems completely different from China. That is reflected even by the internet. So, 
in my journey to figure out how Chinese internet works, I've really figured out how big and different the world really is. Webmaster is hosted by me, Alex Salote, and produced by the team at Echo Podcast. Huge thanks to Celia Hatton, Simon Denyer, and I'm going to butcher this name, butcher this name, Cho Sang-hun, I don't know, and Jamie Gumbrecht, and finally Mike Ives. We rely on reputable reporters, try saying that five times fast, for for news stories like this. Also, we won't mention their news outlets in this, in the outro, because the president will eventually call them fake news. The original news articles are on our website, echopodcast.com, under the webmaster page. Please support us through Patreon. Our theme is The Bay by U2NG. Remember to to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. I'll see you next week.